Kia ora, Thursday the 8th of February. Feb. 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 I can't. Now, since you pointed I that you, out, a... I haven't actually been able to say the name of this month. And since. everyone's like, oh, well, the R is silent. And I go, oh, well, English is hard, shut up. Yeah, English right? is hard. This weird language as well. makes no sense. There, there, there. Sorry. There, there, there. I'm not yeah. dealing with it. So, Mano and Evie, uh, host of the Tahi, also coming at you for the live show. Tahi live. Live. When? Thursday, Tuesday, the 13th of Feb. If you're listening to this the day it came out, that's next Tuesday, Q Theatre. This year, next week, next Tuesday, week. 13th. Don't miss it. Kicks off at 7.30pm. I believe our doors will open at like 7 or something like that. I don't know. But like, be there or be square. You know what I mean? You just come along. It's me crack up. You're going to feel real like you missed out if you didn't come. Also, for 20 bucks, you get an hour of entertainment and in that hour you get two performances from two of the best musicians in Aotearoa uh, Sam V Jordan with a Y just phenomenal talent in particular I I just want to I want to say this and I'll, I say it to his face I hate Sam because he's just too it's too much talent for one. Oh, man. he's got everything going for him. It man. bothers yeah. me. Yeah, no, I, like I know what you mean. Like, not only is he like insanely talented, everyone who comes in here talks about how nice and awesome he is. He's really good looking, and he dresses really well. And yeah, everyone right? likes him. Like, what? It pisses me off yeah, too. Right? Like, it just makes me angry. I'm just like, why does this? Oh, because anyway. every time I see him, I'm like, oh yeah, you're dressed great. Of course yeah, you are. Right? Like, oh my god, yeah. And of course, or, Sam. Jordan with a Y, like. Since the moment she hasn't made a bad record. Now nah, she's also real smart, eh? Oh yeah, she's a like, she, she's smart. a teacher. She's intimidating to me because I'm like I'm not as smart as you. I don't mm. know what to talk. I don't know what to say. And <laughs> you get to see both of these artists, and of course, more importantly, us. <laughs> I might um, sing a song too, right? If, you, if you're if you're lucky, if you're not the opposite of lucky, if you're unlucky. <laughs> yeah. Twenty dollars. Get your tickets now from the Q Theatre website. Uh, how was? What a weird thing to say. I uh, Waitangi Day is one of those days, and we've talked about it a lot. Like, it's a weird day because I don't, you never, nobody, if you say happy Waitangi Day, you're just like, it's a bit weird, eh? bit weird, right? If somebody was like, Waitangi Day specials, like, we've got sales, you'd be like, little inappropriate, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, how, how was your day in which a uh, sanctimonious historical event happened in history that we also get a public holiday for? Um, it was good. I went on a walk. It was too hot. Mm. I watched a bit of the live stream, but I feel like all the crazy fun stuff happened on Monday. All the fun stuff. Yeah, all the fun Monday. stuff happens at the poor footy and stuff. Mm. So, But I watched a bit of it, went for a walk, got a bit too hot, and then, funnily enough, I um, celebrated, I guess, by playing Tekken all day. Nice. I feel like that's mm. it's what, what, I don't know. Mm. Is that what people... Is that's what, like, yeah probably about a, as appropriate as a Waitangi yeah. day you can if you don't get to go like yeah I, we uh, for the first time ever like I sat and watched mm-hmm. Waitangi day but again yeah all the a lot of the incredibly confrontational and I suppose you could say the stuff that made the news happened on the Monday yeah. uh, through Saturday Tuesday wasn't to say uneventful uh, but it definitely was a lot lighter mm. um, seeing the hikoi arrive and things like that um yeah, it was it was it was quite cool to watch, and it just looked like a really great. I didn't realize that like Waitangi Day is like almost like a, it's like almost like a. I don't want to say festival, but there's a yeah. lot of things that there's happen. Stores, there's like markets, there's like food you can shop. Like people come and sell their wares, mm. and like it's like a whole thing. It's like really fun, apparently. Yeah, no, I've never like, been able to go because like, I mean, I will point out I've, I'm not the only one who's going to mention it. The traffic. 
Oh yeah, it was crazy, and it oh, is yeah. every year. And I just like hate traffic, so I'm like, mm. if I go up like five days early and leave five days after, yeah, sure, because I have to deal mm. with traffic. But I won't be up there for ten days. What am I going to get up to? I can only pop so many manus off the bridge, you know. I was just going to say, I should just kayak to Waitangi one year, surely. Oh, surely. Do you see all the guys ride up on their horses? Yeah, yeah, genius, awesome, genius awesome. call. I but I did. I loved when they got there and they like. I think they were like. You could see. You could see. They were like. They were like. How are we going to get these horses off the beach? Like yeah. they were like, <laughs> like. They were like. We got so far, man. How are we going to? But uh, yeah. Anyway, um, Waitangi day. I didn't want to say happy. Yeah, no, it, just, um, but, uh, it was Waitangi Day it was commemorating. Waitangi day. And it's I think it's a good day for pondering. pondering. Ponder who we are as a country and who we mm. are as like a people. You yeah. Know? Just if, you don't, if you don't know anything about the Treaty of Waitangi, maybe you didn't get taught it in school. Uh, now's a really great time for you to take a moment and learn a bit more about our history and how this nation essentially got its start under the crown. Um, it's a great opportunity for you to get a greater insight into Māori crown relations and so forth and why we are in the situation we are today. Uh, coming up on the show today, very grateful to have uh, Corbin Taulia Lia Huch Basilio. Uh, she is a international superstar, has danced for the likes of J-Lo, Rahana, Justin Bieber, worked alongside the Queen Paris Go Bell, and so much more coming up on the show today. Avondale. Avondale. Avondelay. Avondelay, right? Uh, the big 828. Did I get that right? Is it 828? I don't know. <laughs> I forget that. Oh, man. People are going to get angry. Yeah, people gonna are going to so get angry. I'm sorry, Mellow. Anyway, uh, Avondale, a historic neighborhood, uh, formerly West Auckland, now Central Auckland. I don't yeah. know who decided that. Definitely not somebody from Avondale. But I will tell you, Avondale is a historic place. It is a place of diverse culture. I've always loved Avondale. Even though, uh, like, I, I was—I've never lived in Avondale or anything like that. But I've always loved Avondale because it was just like this pinnacle of culture and diversity in West Auckland. Like, you know, you got a Glen Eden, you got a Calston. It's like cool. There's a lot of Islanders. There's a lot of Maori. This is me. But Avondale, you had people from across the board. You had you Africans, Asians. Uh, you had everyone in that one place. It's a historic place, and also something else that is incredibly historic. It's Dale the Avondale spider. Big old spider. Love that thing. I uh, I never thought of it as gothic, but you said it was gothic yesterday. It's goth vibes. This is my thing about Avondale. I like I used to live like right by Avondale. Mm. So I basically lived in Avondale because I do mm. all my shopping and me wandering around there. Um, and I was like, cool, they're going to mean goth spider up in the suburb. Like, I didn't mm. know anything about Avondale. I just showed up to Auckland. I was like, this is sick. Let's live here. Like, yeah. it's awesome. It's goth. Mm. It's definitely goth. Uh, but obviously, recently, Avondale has seen some pretty monumental redevelopments. Basically, what they're approaching is they want to take down Dale. No. And there's two options here. Everybody agrees that Dale needs to come down, but nobody can agree whether Dale needs to be restored and placed back up or Dale needs to be thrown in the bin. Oh. Long-time locals of Avondale, hearty A-towners, they want to see Dale restored and put back up. It seems only right. It's a, it's a very, it is a, a, a very key identifier of Avondale. I'd be disappointed to see it go. Mm. Um, but obviously there's people that are saying, why do we want Dale the spider back up there? That seems kind of gross. But What's your problem with, with Dale the spider? Mm. What is your problem with him? Like my thing is, right, West Auckland, and we can say that Avondale Central, whatever, whatever. Everyone it's knows west. it's west. Everyone's Everyone who lives there is like, it's a bit west. It is what it is. But like, there are bogans and goths out west. That mm. is something that 
I really like about the area mm. and you're going to take our spider from us. Mm. You're going to take away the spider. I say, bring the spider down, zhuzh him up, put some chrome on that bad boy. Maybe put like blood on its fangs or something. Like Jesus. really commit, like commit to making it like a cradle of filth ass spider. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. I don't know why. I didn't think I'd get so worked up about them getting rid of the spider, but I'm like, how dare you? It would. It's like what the... I know this is like a very extreme example, but what the Sky Tower is to Auckland, Dale is to Avondale. I know. Like, it's one of those signifiers that's just like, it's unique to Avondale. I'm like, why would you get rid of it? It's such a key piece of Avondale's landscape and culture and identity. I'm like, to get rid of it is just kind of... I don't know. What's the problem? What? Who's it harming? Who's it you harming? Know? What about all the bros that got the spider tattooed? Yeah. You're going to make them look like an idiot? They're nice people. What Avondale. are we going to name Avondale if you get rid of the Avondale spider? Are we going to give it a... Avon? Avon Lady Town? Avon. <laughs> just going to call it Avon? Manu Sui 4, very grateful to have joining me on the show. International superstar. She dances with the stars, but she hasn't been on Dancing with the Stars yet. Uh, very grateful to have, most importantly, the Samoan superstar, Corbin Taulia Leo Hutch Pasilio. Thank you for joining us on the show today. Thank you for having me. It is uh, uh, quite an honor to be able to sit down with you, uh, a jet setter, as you may. You have uh, you do a ton of traveling, and it sounded like when I talked to Simone earlier, mm. she almost sounded surprised that you were in the country. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. often are you abroad, do you reckon? Um, lately I haven't been, but I think over the years it was, I'd say, like three to four times a year. Yeah, just traveling for dance, doing jobs and tours and stuff like that. So, Mm. yeah. You have danced with an astounding resume, the likes of J-Lo, Rihanna, Justin Bieber, Mm -hmm. um, the Queen, Paris Gobel. (laughs) Um, But uh, I'm very curious how you got into dancing in the first place. Mm -hmm. So I started at the age of seven. I started in a crew called Little Saints with my cousins. And um, yeah, my, um, our Auntie Muffa just, I guess she saw something in us at a young age. I think we just had a lot of energy, um, you know, at that age. So <clears throat> yeah, she just saw something in us and started a crew. We were just dancing at like churches and community events, yeah, you know yeah, how yeah. it was back then. Um, and then, yeah, she formed Little Saints. So I started there. It's, um, it's, it's, I don't know if it's surprising because I think that like us as like Maori and Pasifika have great rhythm. But like it's it's really fascinating to see just how many of the greatest dancers to come out of like this region of the world are Maori and Pasifika. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a reason for that, or do you think you could narrow it down to something? Um, I think it's a cultural thing. I mean, cause I, oh, it's hard because um, where I came from, like with um, Little Saints, we were all you know of PI culture. Mm. So, but then going to being in the royal family was multicultural. Mm. So it's like I can't really say um, why it's just like Pacifica or Maori mm. people, but I, I know it's mainly that because of the culture that we have here in New Zealand, mm. and I guess that's where the like the rawness and the energy of that kind of mm. um, culture comes up. Mm. Does that make sense? No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because mm. I think that's something that blew me away was because like I. I I guess if you don't really know the dancing scene in New Zealand, you don't recognize it yep. too often. It's not always out there. You see it, but you don't take mm-hmm. the time to appreciate it. Yep. And when I got older and I saw the royal family, I was I was shocked at how diverse it was. Because mm-hmm. I think growing up, I was just like, oh, that's no, all. Just always P.I. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. the kids I saw crumping at Monaco Westfield in the mm-hmm. car park, they were brown, you yep. know. So I just mm-hmm. assumed that was it. Yeah. Um, and it's quite fascinating to see how diverse it is. And I suppose you traveling the world and dancing with so many different um celebrities and groups and things like mm-hmm. that you would have seen 
a, a wide variety of diversity. What does that mean to you? Um, I think. So say, let's say we switch it. Mm. Going and doing jobs um, internationally with the, you know other, I guess dancers from around the world. Us coming from New Zealand, we're the only PIs, we're the only Maoris, the mm. only South Africans. You know, so it's like, um, for me personally, I think the first few jobs I did, me and Paris were the only PIs. True. Period. The, on my first jobs, mm. yeah, and this is back in like twenty sixteen. Mm. Yeah, and we were the only PIs. On the job, this is in like a cast full of like seventy people. True. Yeah, and it was just me in Paris for mm. a while, and then as the next gen started to come through, more PIs, you know, were representing. So, yeah, I think for us, um, it's just always so inspiring because we get to inspire other PIs all the way back here in New Zealand. You know, seeing us on big stages and next to celebrities, and you know, all that stuff. I think, yeah, it's just real um, full circle for me personally. Twenty sixteen. You were performing internationally with Paris. How old were you? Yeah, I was. I just turned eighteen. Jeez. Yeah, that's when I did my first um big job with mm. Paris. You've had quite a career for somebody who's quite young, mm-hmm. but I suppose that's dance, right? Like the dance. Not is for a, everyone. Not for everyone. Not for everyone. I think um the reason for that is because of Paris. Mm-hmm. She's the reason why I've done what I've done, and um it's all because of her believing it, like believing in me at such a young age. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the recovery like for you as a dancer? Cuz we had um we had Brooke and Stars come in. Cool. Um Love a them. couple months ago mm-hmm. and they were talking about just like just getting older. Yeah. As a dancer. Those two were always injured? Yeah, yeah. that's what they always oh, they told I me that they both that. had their knees done yep. and stuff like that and I was like these And they're such small me. girls as well, yeah, so like, yeah. I I suppose like you doing all the work that you do mm-hmm. um in some of these high profile dance scenes Mm -hmm. what does recovery look like for you to be very honest i've for me personally i've never like been injured to the point where Mm. um you know i've had to like sit out or i've had to miss something but i'm also just the kind of person like the way that i was brought up and the way that i was trained um you'd never be able to tell Mm. if i was hurt or if i was injured or if i had like pulled a muscle you would never be able to tell just because i I'm just used to it, I guess. I'm just so immune to just pushing through, like, mm. anything and everything. So, yeah, you'd never be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. My dad used to say, um, pain is just weakness leaving the body. Yeah. And I was like, mean dad, like, I'm With a broken leg. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, dad, please, the ambulance. <laughs> like, can you call an ambulance here? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, <coughs> it's fascinating to see how much you've achieved in such a short period of time. I didn't realize that I... Because when I was... Before we caught up, I, I was looking through your Instagram, and I didn't realize that... I remember watching the Savage Fenty show, mm-hmm. and I remember being like, "Oh, there's a salmon!" Like I saw <laughs> oh, a sleep, sleep. Yeah. yeah, and then I saw cool. the photo, and I was like, "Oh, wow! Mm. How cool was that to sit down with you?" But I know that, like as a salmon, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <I know laughs> you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> like you know, it's like it's like a, and and I'm not saying that like uh, um um. I think women should cover their bodies no, or anything like that. You? you know, like mm-hmm. looking at us culturally, like the malu was supposed to be shown and yep. skin and 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 you know. How how did that sit with you uh, doing a lingerie show mm-hmm. as a salmon? Yeah, so I um, that was actually my second Savage Fenty show. So oh, I wow. did the one the year before that, which mm. was my first time, um, yeah, you know, wearing lingerie. And so let's take it back. I um, was asked to do the Fenty show. And my first reaction, obviously, I was like, cool, like, thank you so much. I went home, burst into tears. Mm. I was petrified just because I'm, um, if you know me, like, I like to say that I'm a tomboy. So mm. you'd never see me in, like, a 
you know, anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I get it. Um, I get unless it. I have to, um, kind of thing. And so, yeah, I went home and I just burst into tears because I was um, just scared. Mm. I think it was for me trying to stay true to, I guess, my authentic self and being a tomboy. And then also the other side, not wanting to disrespect my culture. Mm. Obviously having this, because I had it for mm. that year as well. So, yeah, I was petrified in all of that. But then I tried to... I guess, taken my family's um, feedback, which was all positives, mm. especially my grandparents, because my nana was like the first person. I was like, nana, I have to yeah, wear this yeah. and this, and what do I do? Yeah. Um, but my family was super supportive. And so once they gave me the green light, I was like, okay, like, cool. Like, I had to go into it full force and just, I guess, switch the perspective to understand that I'm representing my culture, not mm. disgracing it. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, yeah, it was still, like, overwhelming, and I'm mm. still um, very protective of it, even though I'm not fully intact with my culture. Mm. I know what comes with what I have on my mm. arm. What does it mean to you to represent Samoans on such a large platform? Mm-hmm. Everything that I've done and every, everything that I will continue doing from here on out, I'm always proud because I know that not many Samoans get opportunities like this. Mm. You know, so it's like doing these jobs and having the talent that I have, traveling to the places that I've traveled to and just, yeah, I guess the capacity of things that I've done, it's just, yeah, it's always just super, I guess, fulfilling for me knowing that I'm a Samoan woman, but also just a Samoan period, like doing these big things because Mm -hmm. I know how many people I represent whilst doing that stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's like my family and then it's just everyone. It's not even just the way that I see it. Yes, it's Samoans, but it's all PIs, mm. you know, because we're all, we're all connected. So it's like, yeah, it's just always dope for me to, to feel that whenever I do jobs. I um I remember when the Super Bowl show happened, which you mm-hmm. were a part of, right? Rahana's Super yes. Bowl? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, halftime show. And I remember seeing all the photos afterwards of all the dancers holding up their <laughs> Samoan flags. Do you travel with a flag or do you go and buy one? No, I don't. So... <laughs> <sighs> I actually, no, I don't. And I think nowadays, I think, like I told you before, um, I'm not always, like, I'm not always intact mm. with my culture. I'm not fully, um, like, I don't speak. I understand better mm. than I can speak, but I can barely understand it. I that. Uh, I think the older that I um, I get, the more I want that. Mm. And so going back, you know, say, what, eight years, doing, like, the the earlier jobs I'm like bro like I wish I was you know a bit more into it so I could have taken my Samoan flag Mm. and I could have had it when we did um the first like VMAs when I did this and that you know just to be able to rip that but then it's like you know I can't do that I can't go back and you think like what if so um I actually have a cousin Emma Hutch she just Mm. did the um street I think it's street woman fighter too and um she rocked up with her flag and it was just the coolest thing because that's m's Mm. and so seeing my family do that i'm like cool like i can represent in my way Mm. and she can do it her way and that's just i guess our own ways of ripping our culture and our families i guess too like i i I get where you're coming from because it's like when you're used to just being around your own people Mm -hmm. you don't realize that um like you don't think you need to like I'm with, when I'm with my cousins, I'm not walking around being like Samoan, Samoan. Yeah. You know, like we're all Samoan. Like we're all proud. We, we, that's yeah, it. We yeah. feel it. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not until you get into those spaces where you're like, oh, I'm one of the few here mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll ramp it up. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Can rip it hard. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, a shot in the dark. I was curious too because like looking at a lot of the dancing that you've done, mm-hmm. the outfits and things like that. What do you think has been the hardest outfit mm-hmm. that you've had to dance in? Because I'm I'm gonna be honest. I couldn't walk in heels, let alone dance. Neither. Don't worry, I can't either. The hardest fit you mean, like, physically to dance in? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
apart from the laundry, let's just move past that one because yep, that's yep. yep. We're moving on. Yeah, move on from that. I think um, it definitely was the Super Bowl mm. with Rihanna. We had to wear like. So obviously everyone says we look like marshmallows because we did. Mm. We 100% did. You couldn't even recognize who was who, but we had like, it was just layers. We had like thick shoes on. We had these baggy ass heavy um, pants with like chains, which weighed it down. We had um, just like sports tops on. And then we had um, the jackets. Then we had a balaclava. And then we had a hood. And then the jacket hood. And then we had these massive like snow goggles. So it was just a lot. Yeah, and we couldn't breathe, we couldn't see. Um, it was a lot. Oh, yeah, dancing with the goggles would be yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm already blind. Like, I have to wear glasses. Oh, true. But I couldn't wear them underneath, so it was just, like, best of luck. Yeah, <laughs> kind of when those stages started lifting, I was like, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful I wasn't on that. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, but that would be the hardest, like, outfit, you I would say. You had chains under those. No, we pants. had, like, so the pants we had on, um, mm. we just had, like, a couple chains, like, on the... What do you call it? Where the belt kind of weaves through. Oh, yeah, yeah they yeah, were yeah. just hanging on the outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Stuff. they were heavy. Yeah, that's a lot of layers yeah. to be jumping around. Because, like, when I watch dancers, like, practicing in mm-hmm. their home studios, you're not dressed. Like, you're wearing comfortable clothes. Yeah. Baggy tees, baggy yeah. sweatpants, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, ideally, that's what you'd love to 100%. dance in. But... <laughs> All the time. I'd love to dance in there every mm. time, every job, but... You know, it's not the case. Obviously, I understand you have to wear what's, like, most effective and mm. all of that, even if it means weighing, like, 500 kgs, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, you know, comfort. Uh, what, what, what's the, like, quality over comfort? Oh, yeah, you know? 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was worth it. It looked dope. So. Yeah, it did. It yeah. paid off. It yeah. definitely paid off. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today and, and, and um, sharing your story and stuff like that. It was very brief, but, like, I feel like uh, I could talk to you for ages. 100%. I have so many questions, but... um. That is about all the time we have for today. Thank you no so worries. much. Uh, for people who are interested in getting to know a little bit more about you and seeing mm-hmm. some of the work you've done, where's the best place for people to go find that? Instagram. That's I'm not a TikTok girl. Nah, yeah. Sorry, I'm Simone. Not it's t- not going to nah. happen. She's, <laughs> she's been she's, trying. She's like, have you gone into vlogging? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, that I can't. girl. Yeah. I love her everyone. hustle. I love yeah. her hustle. But no, I'm not a TikTok girly, but um, yeah, Instagram. It's just Corbin Talele Hutchin. You can see a bit of like my personal kind of life and also just my professional life and what I do as a dancer. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time Thank again. You I really appreciate me. it. Thank you. Uh, when did the grabbing take place? It was like, was it two days ago? Yeah, a couple of days ago. Yeah, maybe. something like that. Um, Grammys went down. We're going to talk about it. Welcoming to the studio, Waimiri Mahi Dog, also known as Waimiri Rangi. Uh, <laughs> she worked on her day off on Monday. She sent a caption through. That was um, all. That yeah, was but just, I was like, you're yeah, not working. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Mm, so, that, that's, wow. what, that's why she gets the name. Are we going to start giving credit for people working on their days off? Because I don't want to make this about me. <laughs> I don't want... No, here's the thing. But if we're talking about working on days off, I feel like someone should snap for Evie at some point. We uh, we should never commend each other for working on our days off because that would encourage people to work on their days yeah, off. Nah, nah, nah. So I really shouldn't be encouraging you. But I, I did think... Off. Yeah. Yeah. We should be telling each other off if anybody works on their days off or after hours. But when anyway, did we start this? <laughs> we when, should be we should not we be we should this? not ever encourage people to do more than their wage anyway <laughs> the Grammys <laughs> do you want me to start that again now <laughs> no we'll keep going I reckon roll with it Grammys Grammys uh, controversial Grammys it's always controversial though yeah because yeah, like Let's be real. Like, love the Grammys. Obviously, it's a big thing. It means a lot to artists. No, no, no. Nice thing that I'm going to say before I say something mean. Preface, preface, preface. Like, the Grammys are kind of, like, made up. 
Like, Lord, like, we all know. Like, remember that time when Kendrick Lamar didn't win that Grammy? Macklemore. And, and even Macklemore was like, please don't give me this Grammy. Like, it's like, uh, you know. I think that category was, if I remember right, too, it was Kendrick, um, oh, who else was on? The, it was like a stacked yeah. lineup, too. And they gave it to Macklemore. And they gave it to Macklemore for the thrift shop. I feel like every Grammys, someone says in their speech, like, I shouldn't be getting this. Some mm. this actually should be going to blah blah. Mm. You know, like mm. every year, like Adele that time. That made me cry oh, when yeah. Adele got album of the year of a lemonade, and then she was like crying, being like Beyonce, like I love you so much, yeah. like I should, I like like me. If I went over Beyonce, I'd be like, please don't do this. Well, didn't mm. even Jay Z do that this time? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. yeah, we got to talk about it. I actually really enjoyed it. Like. He, the point that he made, he was kind of doing, I think, what Will Smith thought he was doing, and maybe what Kanye thought he was doing those times that they've. He definitely did what Kanye thought he was doing. Yeah, and he just got up and explained that Beyonce has the most Grammys in the history of the Grammys, but still hasn't won Album of the Year. How does that work? Mm. And I'm like, you know what? He right. How does that work? Mm. How does that work? But he was quite chill about it. Kind of laughed his way through it as well, so it wasn't like this super hard out like yeah, it thing. Wasn't intense. He um when he said, "I'm sorry, I'll tell the truth when I'm nervous," and he, I was just like, Ooh. I was like, like, "I heard lemonade." No, you don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he was just he was like very honest about how like the Grammys standards don't match up with what they're trying to say they have, and like yeah, it was like it was like the stuff you could only hear from somebody who's been around music for way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But also, Jay Z is like a rich person, so sometimes I find it hard to relate. But I appreciate it, you know. Poor like it was, Ivy it was great. Poor know. Blue Ivy looked she, beautiful. No she looked stunning. What to do. No yes. one was explained to her what to do if you go on stage. But I don't, I don't think Jay Z warned anyone because the camera. I wanted to see Beyonce's reaction to him saying because it never. I didn't see it cut to her. I would have loved to have seen what she looked oh, like. It was amazing. She's doing her classic Beyonce. She's so good at mm. just being like, mm-hmm. I'm Beyonce and you can't tell how I'm feeling and I'm really nice. But then when he said, like, some of you don't des- like don't deserve to be in the category, she goes like, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, she lost her there. Mm. But she looked like, you know, she was very Beyonce, the classic Beyonce face of, like, yeah, yeah, just I'm, super classy. I'm noticing Blue Ivy is really getting good at that as well, like just say, staying real composed and you're like, I don't know how they feel. Mm. They're just like calm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They're all of them are ridiculously yeah. calm nowadays. But there were a few iconic moments. Like my TikTok is full of Miley Cyrus moments oh. from the night. Um, I just can't stop looking at her tank arms. She's so fit, eh? Like I feel like every woman we've all been like, wow. Everyone's those saying, arms. Yeah, everyone's like, those are Pilates arms. I'm like, I need mm. to get on that boat because she is. She looks strong. Mm. She yeah. looked great. And I was real happy for her winning her first Grammy. Yeah, and I thought that, but she did win, like, where she's like, we didn't want to fight, but we did. Yeah. And remembered, I just won my first Grammy. She's, yeah, like, going yeah. off. And all these people were being like, oh, my God, like, bringing it up. Like, da-da-da. I'm like, if I wrote a song about my bum-ass ex, and then I won a Grammy for it, damn right I'm bringing it up. I want to embarrass mm. the hell out of him. Like, mm. and she looked so good. I didn't she love did. the dress she wore on the red carpet. Controversially, I think a lot of people liked it. It was, like, the gold sort of... She looked like a Greek goddess who had been wrong. and like it was very see-through I didn't love that one but the black jumpsuit and then the Bob Mackie that she wore for the performance yeah yeah stunning gorgeous beautiful gorgini but Mm. the red carpet I was like okay queen like it's your night like yeah yeah it was a it was a strange set of Grammys I think for like hip hop Killer Mike obviously one best rap album uh 
against like Travis Scott, Drake, Metro Boomin, 21 Savage. Like it was a stack lineup again. Mm. Killer Mike being an OG of the scene has faced nothing but criticism for winning an award because everyone's it's like, Killer Mike. I don't know who he is. And I'm like, oh, well, he kind of is the reason we have hip hop today. The outcast? We've said outcast. Um, but also, something else that bothered me, he got arrested because somebody <gasps> else got into a fight, right? Oh, somebody else got into a fight allegedly somebody made a complaint and said i think that there was a fight killer mike got arrested will smith slapped somebody at the oscars and got to sit through the entire ceremony and get up and get his oscar later killer mike wasn't even the person alleged of assault and he got arrested taken out and he was only released once the grammys were finished now if there's a conspiracy theory i'm willing to subscribe to i think there's something in there but uh, they're trying to get Killer Mike. Yeah, they're trying to get Killer Mike. But um, if you were like one of those people commenting on his Instagram, being like Travis Scott is way better, you're wrong. Sorry, I'll say it. I don't care because I'm not even in the hip hop community. But Travis Scott is like not that good, and like he's whatever. The best thing he's done is uh, Stormy and Air. That's it. Mm. That's all. Sorry, everybody. Um, but I've got to congratulate Pehia King on her Grammy. Um, make me sweat. <laughs> Make me harder. She that definitely is one. like very responsible for Tyler's success. I I think yeah. I think in New Zealand she is. Mm. Make me water. She's like she going. won. Mm. Shout out to Pekia King. She yeah, won. She, she gets the tag onto that. Uh, yeah. Grammy winner. Nostalgia. It gets us all. Eventually. Know? That's why mm. they keep making all these sequels and stuff and remakes of everything because we can't escape nostalgia. But I didn't run from it. I ran to it. Mm. And I went to a Pizza Hut buffet in so, Hobart. Yeah, so for people who didn't know, because I don't know if we mentioned this, you went overseas. Oh, yeah. I was in Hobart with my fam once again. Okay, sorry. Where the fuck is Hobart? Oh, Tasmania. Because <laughs> I, have ne- I yeah. had never heard of that place before oh, I met you. No, it's Tasmania. I was like, what? It's the like main city in Tasmania. Oh, and like okay. people like people beef on Tasmania. Tasmania is awesome. Mm. Like it's so cool. I love going to Tasmania. I love going to Hobart. Um, I wouldn't live there. But my sister does and she likes it and that's great <laughs> for her. But it's I went over there and they still have one of them Pizza Hut buffets. It's gonna that be one of the last to. ones in the world. It is. And like the people there didn't even realise that. Mm. I was like, went to this party the day after, I'm like, guys, Pizza Hut buffet was crazy. They're like, Oh yeah, I forgot we have that. I'm like, You're ungrateful, like you're ungrateful, like those buffets were everything when I was a kid because there used to be one right next to the upper hut pools. Mm-hmm. So every birthday party for like five plus years was you go to the pools, you go to the Pizza Hut buffet and like had a little pasta bit, salad bar, the chocolate mousse, ice cream as much as you want. And it was honestly awesome. Mm. It was just like it was when I was little. Like these, like, I don't, sorry. I don't even know if they're cleaned since the nineties at this place. It wasn't look, it wasn't the cleanest establishment. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. Like let's be real. But it was it tasted exactly the same. Mm. The mousse was the same, ice cream was the same, the like pasta because I used to give you real into the pasta when I was mm. little. I wasn't even about pizza. And so um, one thing about me that people hate is I don't really like pizza. Mm. I just don't really like it that much. Um but I was going off, I took my little nephew I thought he'd. He, I was more excited than him. Like yeah, he thought it was he, cool and everything, but he bought his Barbies with him, and he was just playing with those. Like mm. he was like, "Oh, ice cream got a Barbie. Like leave me alone." And I'm like, mm. "Fair enough. You know, you're you're five. Like, you know, he's 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 accounted for." But I like it was great, and we should open more of them. And I genuinely think, like, I don't understand why they all shut down. I don't know how running a business works. Lord knows. Mm. But I feel like people would go if we had one. I think, from my understanding, buffets face a lot of difficulties with uh, food safety. 
Oh, uh, uh, well, So, yeah. like, they're, they're, it really impacts their rating a lot, and I think it's just uh, easier and more, like, cost-effective to just not have that. Did you get my reference about pizza salad salad towers? Oh, salad towers? No. You, no? So, it, like, in... I think it was Japan. They loved Pizza Hut buffets. They loved them. And there was a rule that you were only allowed one plate of salad. So if you went to Pizza Hut and you were there for three hours, you were only allowed the one plate. So they got really into like really intense about it. And they started you can find these videos on YouTube and online of uh, instructional guides on how to build these salad towers. Like stack it right so up. that you can have the pinnacle amount of salad. And it used to it was like this big online trend where like people in Japan I could have their country wrong, but they were like they'd like develop these like they like they had engineers basically develop like you want to get the you want to start with a base of carrots then you want to move to this vegetable and this and that and then you're going to stack and you're going to put all the loose vegetables that you can't stack in the middle of the bowl and then you're going to build huge like it was like a thing who can build the biggest salad i love that it blew me away i feel like i'm quite good at you know when you go to like a smorgasbord Mm. i'm real good at getting a lot on that plate i know Mm. exactly what i'm doing you Mm. know to like get the most out of it. Mm. But a salad seems even harder. At this particular Pizza Hut buffet, there were no rules. Ooh. No one was there, no one was telling me a damn thing. I ate so much mousse, I felt so sick. <laughs> I was like way too old for that. I'm pretty sure salmons are the reason that smorgasbord places are like if you can't close the lid, you gotta pay for a new box. Because we Wait. I took rubber bands to the smorgasbord so I could just do that. You take the plastic bag and rubber bands and you get that smorgasbord to like, and you just. I used to do this thing because they they were like at the one near my house growing up. They'd get you. Like, they'd be like, no, you can't put a band on, you can't put a tape on it. And I'd Mm. bring a hair tie and like pull it over the thing. (laughs) Like, yeah. Holding this like yeah, having, spilling a, out having to like prove that you could water. close like, the box, like you're like yeah, <laughs> they're like looking at it and they're like you're just waiting and hoping that it doesn't pop. They're like oh. little wontons, like crushed, yeah. <laughs> just squished. You're just like I'm getting everything out of this anyway. Pizza Hut buffets, bring them back. Love them. Big news on TikTok this week. Huge. UMG Universal Music Group has taken down all of their music from TikTok. Mm. It's all gone. It's all muted. And basically what happened is like UMG own like a lot of music outside of just Universal Music Group. So it affects Mm. Sony artists as well, which is like your Harry Styles, your Doja Cat, your Scissor. And they're all gone. And it's because the licensing agreement that Universal had with TikTok, it expired. Mm. And Universal wanted a lot of changes to how that agreement looked. Mm. And they gave TikTok like a month to sort it out and they didn't. They didn't come to an agreement so all the music's gone. Which is what a lot of people in the industry are referring to as a nuclear option. Mm. It's the nuclear option. We've gone scorched earth on it. Mm. So you know that guy who like reviews songs and like samples and he like points at the thing yeah i saw him see the kfc or pizza hut yeah he's trying his best like, he did one the other day that was like best royalty free music like <laughs> i feel really bad for him he's fighting for his life out yep, there yep. um but it's been really weird on tiktok like all the music's gone i mean what are you what are we gonna do i mean i think they will sort it out i think it's like sort of reminiscent of what was happening with youtube in the last decade mm. of like a lot of like Warner, I think specifically had issues with YouTube yeah, yeah. and how it goes out because they could. There's kind of this legal loophole, in a way where they're able to use the music and not give money to like the company or whatever. Again, not a business person. I don't like a hundred percent know the ins and outs, mm. but I do know the deals up, the jigs up, mm. and now there's no music on on the ticky tocky. It has uh, 
uh, unproportionately affected. This is so funny. Fan cam editors. <gasps> they it's... are angry because a lot of their a lot of their income came from using music, and um, they are not happy. The la- the most liked and viewed fan edit on TikTok is of Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Uh, and the creator has lost the music on that TikTok because of this issue, and they are they are pissed to say the least. Yeah, no, the fan edit people are fuming. I saw a really um, Conan Gray made a post saying he was like, "Look, I'm never gonna have a hit like I have before without TikTok. Mm. Like, I just have to accept that. Like, the the level that I'm at now is done for me because mm. I like I'm big on TikTok and I need TikTok. And I was like, it is it is sad because I don't I think that the artists are not happy either." And you got to keep your artists happy, step mm. one. But I think just because it's made such an effect and pissed so many people off that they will find a solution. Mm. But it comes at a pretty bad time for TikTok, I think. Because yes. they're in a congressional hearing right now <laughs> with the guy, oh my God, that Congress guy asking like, um, oh, are you Chinese? No, I'm Singaporean. Yeah, and then he's like, and like asking all these questions <laughs> about like, are you in the CCP? He's like, I'm from yeah. Singapore. Like that was so embarrassing. Oh. Like the man I, is from Singapore. I, someone was Let like, him live. someone was like, I'm pretty sure this guy thinks that Singapore is like a city. I think China. he did as well. <laughs> I don't think he knew that. Like, like Singapore he, is like its own uh, like independent nation. Like, like it's Singapore anyway. <laughs> that, but the other thing is, a lot of experts are saying like, there's a lot of concerns now with TikTok just by the fact of a lot of people get their news on there now, mm. especially young people, and you're coming into a time where the cons- a lot of experts are saying you've got a Chinese entertainment platform giving you news about Taiwan, mm. which is quite, they're saying, quite dangerous. Mm. But outside of that, I do have a solution for, um, you know, the the no universal music on, on the TikTok, and people have started doing, like, just little covers for people. Mm. And I just thought, you know, like, since I'm here, since I've got a microphone and... I'd like to help, particularly the guy that does the the samples, mm. um, that I could do some some of these Sony or UMG songs. Mm. Um, I could do Harry Styles. Nice. Um, <clears throat> Go home and hand that me internet. I don't want to talk about the way that it was. Leave America. You could use that. Is that Harry Styles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh-huh. it was. And I could do um, oh, Doja Cat. She's gone off there. Um, what's a Doja Cat song? <laughs> I said what I said. I'd rather be famous instead. I let all I get in my head. I don't care. I paint the town red like mm, she a devil. Yeah, rebel. Could use that. Um, I wonder who else is on No, Sony. no, no. You no. want any more of these? You got to pay for that. Oh right. right. You're listening and you're thinking, man, that's great. No, <laughs> no I don't think anyone's. <laughs> wow, she really sounds like Harry Styles. Like, man, I could really use that for my fan cam. Like, yeah. Good for you, you look happy and healthy. Not me, if you ever care. To <laughs> that's the song you want to sing. For you, you know, happy, <laughs> baby, like a damn sociopath. Regan, you sing some um, Taylor Swift. Um. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's that one? Um, do I know any? Oh, um, uh, I, um, <laughs> got a lot of Starbucks lovers, they'll tell you I'm insane, but I got a blank space, baby, and I'll write your name. <laughs> That's like the only one I know. What's the one? Um, 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 it's me. Hi, 
I'm the problem, it's I'm the problem, it's me. I nice. feel like people, that's her, eh? Mm, I think so. Yeah, well, you know, they've taken her music off TikTok, which is a crying shame for me. I mean, it's the biggest concern. Evie looks disappointed. Oh, it's so hard to finally live in a world without hearing Taylor Swift all day. Speaking of, one last note before I get cut off about this. <laughs> one last note, this Taylor makes Swift. makes the cut. Well, they've taken her off TikTok, right, because she's, you know, it's, she's involved in all this. Um, but she announced a new album at the Grammys, um, and I'm thinking, Queen, nine albums in five years. Can I have a day off? Mm. Like, can I get one year? And just leave me alone, Taylor, please. Like, I'm begging. What you. was the name of that album? Oh, um, uh, the, it was like the Tortured Poets Department. Queen, you're not a tortured poet. You're a billionaire. Like, she just flew 13 minutes <laughs> in a private jet. You're not a torture. She's about. suing the kid that tracks her jet. Yeah. Okay, Elon Musk Swift. Yeah. Come on, girl. Freedom of speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laneway happened over the weekend, or as people on my Instagram have been calling it, Laneways for some reason. I don't know why, but that keeps cracking me up. People are like, went to Laneways. I'm like, where that? Like, <laughs> where's that? So none of us went. Uh, our excuses are, I was overseas, Mitty was away, and Harry and all my lords let us down. So we didn't go, but we found our friend Pratik... Hello. Hello. Uh, Prashik, when? Yes. Did you have a good time overall? Um, well, I I don't know if I qualify because I only got there at like 6 p.m. Okay, don't <laughs> say that. You were there all day. That's right. <laughs> a great time. Yes, it was such a good show. Like, I mean, uh, we Atarangi was there. Uh, that was kind of cool. Um, but I mainly just went for AJ Tracy and Stormzy. I mean, I think they were the... The biggest reasons for me to go to Laneway. I feel like Stormzy was like, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but I would have been the most excited about Stormzy oh, had yeah. I had went, but I did not go. Yes. And, um, yeah. And he was, he was like um, a chiseled god of a man because from the moment he shows up to when like the spotlight hits the back of his body and it just like, you can see his silhouette. And he does look like someone. I don't know if you've been following his social media, like get ready with me for my tour. No, and, I haven't actually. Okay, so AJ Tracy and Stormzy have been doing this on their socials and like the craziest thing from that was Stormzy's like basically all he does all day is work out and he gets one guy coming in to just like use a Sharpie on his back and mark out the muscles they're going to tone that day. <laughs> so it's like actually trying to chisel him like a statue. That's so anime. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that your review was like, yeah, Stormzy was super hot. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was. I mean, he was super hot and he was like, oh my God, so much energy. Like it makes sense that he has to work out so much. And mm. he, he really feels like larger than life. Like that Stormzy, I've been following him since back in the where do you know me from days where he was i don't know if you've oh, watched that the, where do you know me from yes that's like song. you yeah. know what's that is okay this might be you're gonna laugh at me because i don't know enough about this scene but you know that clip that i do be watching the like um takeover one the like um do it day do it night yeah. do it left <laughs> do it right just make sure that you pump 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 is it like that well it's it's so low budget like his this I think it's from 2013 2015 wow and it's just him on a street somewhere in London and then some random like auntie walks by starts joining him and dancing with him and they include it in the music video cool. it's so funny 
and um, authentic, you know. So you'd say Stormzy was the best act that you saw, or favorite act that you saw? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much the only reason I went there. Fair play. Absolutely yeah. fair play. I heard that um, three separate artists all said, like, what's up, Australia? Or, like, yeah, oh Sydney, God. or, like, whatever. Who was that? I think Stormzy's hype man said like australia at one point or like an aussie 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 yeah. oh i hate it and and it's like come on people like it's a different country yeah. like it's high time i mean i i hated it when john oliver did it on stephen colbert and you know like after mentioning this show he calls new zealand australia accidentally what the hell yeah no i mean bringing up john oliver <laughs> nah screw that guy <laughs> dickhead um, <laughs> you don't even know where New Zealand is. I'm still, I'm still mad about it. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna let it go though. So I like it was so hot. Oh my god! It was so hot on the day of Laneway. Did yes. you? How how did you handle that? Were people like passing out from the heat and stuff? I honestly, uh, I'll be honest. This was my first festival, and um, yeah, I'm pretty big deal, and I've never been sweat on f- by 17 year olds for this long in my life mm. and it stank no offense uh auckland no and you could have said 17 year old boys smell freaking awful it like was, i'll say it yeah and i feel like it was so bad every time there's a dude like you know raising his hands next to me and it's just pits in my uh. face because they're so tall like i feel like I'm not that short, but still, there were dudes way taller than me, shirtless and smelling like, uh, yeah, smelling like, yeah, real bad. I don't know if I can say, yeah, smelling like B.O. Smelling like B.O., smelling like B.O. In terms of, like, the actual, like, your first festival, so there's not much for you to compare it to, but did it feel, like, organized? Did it feel a bit chaotic? Because I did, I heard some different things. I think that... Because of like the, the sixteen and up sort of tickets or whatever, mm-hmm. there was a lot of teenagers sort of meandering about, which caused oh, yeah. some like um, traffic control issues, is what yes. I'll call them. Was that that realistic? I feel like a lot of the, I mean, aside from the times that you know the artists were performing, it was just people walking from one place to the other in these large crowds. And almost like bottlenecking through tiny little gaps, and it's like okay, no alcohol past this point, so people would get there and then try to push through. It was kind of chaotic, mm. but again, I have nothing to compare it to, so I just assume that this is what festivals are like. <laughs> they can be, but they're not supposed to be. Okay, is the thing. You're not, you're not supposed to like get in a situation where you're like bottlenecked with a bunch of teenagers. Ideally, right? Ideally, yeah, yeah. That's. Um, but yeah, overall. Beautiful what would you give it out of 10 for the day? I would give it um, a 10 on 10. Aww. Thank you, Lanway. Uh, bring back Stormzy. Uh, also, we want to see JME sometime. Like, come on. When's come that on. going to happen? Yeah, I don't... I mean, ugh, I was going to not say it, but I'm going to say it. The lineup wasn't for me. Yeah, fair. Like, last year, it was like the lineup. It didn't end up happening, obviously, because of the floods, which yeah. we said. We already said about it. It's like had like Phoebe Bridges and like Fontaine's DC. And then this year, there was only like two bands. Yeah. And one of them was UMO, which was great, but it's like, I've seen them. Um, you know, like, I've <laughs> yeah. seen them. Exactly. It was like, oh, it's just all solo artists, which isn't really my thing. I like a band. I want yeah. guitars and yelling and Fair enough. Drama. I mean, 
I feel like most of the people were there to see Dominic Fike, from what I heard. Yeah, and of Euphoria fame. I love yeah. that show. Shout out to Dominic Fike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I'm kidding. Um, but <laughs> it was. I, I actually don't follow his music, so all I heard from him was the TikTok stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. or you know, oh, I was like, oh, that's the song that I've heard on TikTok. I don't yeah. know what it's called. Uh, yeah, but I think that's the one I know as well. That was pretty much my Laneway journey. Well, I'm glad you had a really good time, and I didn't realize what your first festival. Congratulations on your first festival. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. and I get to see Stormzy. Like again, congratulations. Big day for yeah, take. Big big day for me. We are uh, what like a f- just a few days away from the live show. From the biggest moment of all of our lives. We're less than a week. Yeah. I'm getting nervous, guys. Oh, don't Did, be nervous. Have you got? Have you planned what you want to talk about? I have brainstormed like with oh my hair just keeps falling out sorry guys that's what that sound is no it still looks um, cute thank you I have brainstormed with like everyone who knows me but I haven't decided it's uh. one of those things where you got so many ideas it started off with like oh, I just don't like Evie's thing she makes people laugh mm. your thing you get people to open up to you mm. my thing I don't know I like to empower people. Mm. I'm not funny. I'm not funny. You're so funny. Do not funny. say you're not okay, funny. You're I'm, like you're, literally. You just don't write jokes. So I'm, funny. Yeah, no, no. This is funny. my thing. I'm accidentally funny. Yes. I cannot <laughs> plan to be funny because it will not come off. So, yeah, I've, I've been thinking and I've just. <laughs> I've, been, I've been pondering, you know. Pondering. Um, what are things. You, can you do a backflip? No, but that's been on my goals for years. Maybe what? you could just try. Maybe you could just try. Because I was thinking, I mean, if you try, I'll try. And there's no way that you'll be worse than me. We'll just pull up something like off the couch or something like that. Give you some height. You could like backflip off the Should couch. Should I show people how to create a booster seat with pillows? Because mm. that's what I do for every show. We could Maybe see nice. how many pillows we can stack up for you to sit on until you like fall down. That sounds crazy. What if it's, it's just... like saying it out loud. I'm like, we'll just see how long it takes you to fall on the ground. Like yeah. it's a bit much. What about I'll take 10 minutes back. of seeing uh, who can win? What's that game where you stick marshmallows in your mouth? Oh, uh, um. um Fluffy bunnies? Yes. Fluffy bunnies. I am pretty good at that. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I would feel bad making people to come pay to watch us and then I'm like, hey guys, we're going to play Fluffy Bunnies. Hey guys, and now Cinnamon (laughs) Challenge. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just do all the trending, um, the old trending challenges. How many challenges can Waimiridangi complete in 10 minutes? Tide pod. Eat a Tide pod. Eat a Tide pod. Ice bucket challenge. It's like a fair Cinnamon challenge. (laughs) Plank. Cone. There we go. Uh, um, oh, is it is parkour even a challenge? <laughs> is, is it not a challenge for you? I reckon I could. You do heard it parkour. here, folks. Why midi free runner? Gotta do parkour. But yeah, how about you guys? Uh, I'm just hilarious. <laughs> I'm just gonna. You got that going for you. Nah, the thing that I find crack up about it is like I don't know if a lot of people know this, but. Um, I that's what I was good at that first. I was good at mm. live. I'm probably better at it than I am at this. Ah. It, probably definitely, like one hundred percent. So like, come see that. I don't know if people know that though. Mm. Don't Google me. <laughs> like, not all of the stand up was good, Queen. Like not all of it was the winner. Mm. Um, but I'm pumped about it. I love talking to crowds and stuff. And like you know, like you know, like kind of get to nick people in the audience because you you have the microphone and the spotlight on you. So you're like kind of like haha. Like, you know, I was like, oh, ask me what I think about something. You're at the front. You should ask me what I think about your hair. And everyone laughs. And I go, it's bad. And everyone, like, see, that was a bit right there. Like, mm. write it down, write it down. Write it down. Write it down. There's like, you know, more front. of that. 
No one sit in the front now. No. No, sit in the front. Have you got bad hair especially? <laughs> Have you had like a mishap at the salon recently? I want to I wanna see you in that front row, babes. Mm, mm. Yeah. I'm going I'm to uh, talk about uh, celebrities I think my dad could beat in a fist fight, potentially. I think that's like most of them. That's like most. Joseph Parker. Mm. Mm, David Tua. Mm. Killian Murphy, he'd smash that guy. Oh, my dad would beat the brakes off Killian uh, Murphy. Exactly. Logan Paul. Oh, no, it doesn't stand a chance. Both I think cool I could brothers. beat up Logan Paul, and I know that that sounds really insane, it's, mm. but I just think the level of rage I could access in mm. that moment okay. would make me... You know how, like, when, like, a, like a mum can lift a car if you're, like, baby's yeah. under it? It would be that mad that this I think is, I could just do it. This is a common girl thing, that we believe that we could get mad enough to be stronger than a grown, fully grown mm. male who's bigger than us. Like, yeah. we believe, like, I could get angry enough like to Like, emotionally. Beat that yeah. I've, I've yeah. seen, I've seen people get very angry during fights, and most of the time, the person who got the angriest lost. Well, I, I, I've had a different experience. Not that I, not that I've ever, ever fought anyone ever, because I would never do that, and neither should you, but I, I have had a different outcome, mm. and, and from what I've seen other people I'm digging a hole here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. My dad's been remarkably calm when he's beat me up. Oh, oh what? So my lord. Dad. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, my dad is... My dad is... Do you no, know I'm not going to lie on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Just maybe, yeah, people... My dad's coming, so... I can't I wait know. to meet your dad. I feel like all of this is worth it because we get to meet your dad. I'm pumped. I'm genuinely My so dad excited. doesn't seem excited to go. Like, he was just... I saw him on the weekend. He was like... I was like, yeah, man. Um, no, yeah, next, next, next Tuesday. And there he goes, hmm. Oh, I hope he tells you he's proud of you afterwards. No, God, no. Your oh. dad is so that guy, though, to be like, he's like acting like he doesn't no, do you care, want but deep f- down, he's got it saved on his phone, dad, he's got it in no, the calendar. Dad was like, dad's answer was, hmm, and then he was like, have you played with the new puppies? Like, my dad's like this big masculine man with two little... Oh, I've seen. T- yeah. They're really cute. They are very cute. They're pretty adorable, but dad, not dad's dogs. You know, you wouldn't look at them and be like... Yeah. Yeah. But you also yeah, don't yeah. look at me and go, that's his son. So, right, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, hey, um, we're moving on from childhood trauma. Uh, <laughs> tickets, if you haven't got some, Q Theatre, uh, next Tuesday, the 13th of February. Yeah. It's going to be a great see you night. Next Tuesday, huh? Sam V, join on with a Y. Why Mary Mahi Dog? So, my Lord and Evie. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had like a five day break, eh? Yeah. Yep. And it feels like long but short you know those mm. ones but I was in okay I was in Hamilton the whole time and honestly, okay, oh my no, god since, international <laughs> since I moved to Auckland everyone is like everyone hates Hamilton mm. oh I love Hamilton but I lived there for like years and I have great childhood memories there and I was like I don't know what the problem is okay this time I went back I was like I see it I see what people <laughs> I, I get it I was starting to get the vibe mm. that some people get from, but I still love it just because I have great memories there. But Hamilton was like a place. If you're an Aucklander, like Hamilton was the closest place you could go that was out of town. Mm. I guess you could say it's like I think it's the closest other like major city. Like Hamilton's only like an hour away. It's now the it's Palmerston only like thirty. North of, of Auckland. Like yeah, it is. What it is. what, yeah. what Palmerston North is to Wellington, it's, Hamilton yeah. is to Auckland. I didn't get the drama about. Hamilton until I moved to Tauranga. Oh. They hated Hamilton. They got feelings about Hamilton over there. But right? in saying that, when we were in radio school, we used to drive to Hamilton to go to the clubs. Exactly. People like those Hamilton clubs. 
the more than Tauranga's clubs, I'll tell <laughs> yeah. you that. The people I know who live in like a portakey, on the weekend, they go oh. to Hamilton to party and yep. then drive back through that gorge on a Sunday morning, <laughs> like, hungover. I drove to Opo one night and back in one night from Tauranga in the rain. And oh, we turned no, up no, there because no. my friend was DJing a school graduation party. Mm. And we were in a barn. Like, in, like not even like a fake barn. Like, there was very clearly cattle had been in there just moments before we arrived. <laughs> and it was the weirdest. And that's that, That's my only, like, memory of Opo. I love rural New Zealand so much. Oh, yeah. It's such a cool experience. Like, like you know, like, I prefer Opo over Hamilton. Does but... um, Raglan count as rural? I went to a Raglan. Is that I went to Raglan, Raglan. I've only been once. Oh, I went there for New Year's. Raglan's all good. It was cute. Mm. I, it was so good to see people popping manus again. I haven't seen mm. it in a while. Mm. But I, I did go with like a newborn baby and the, the whole beach trip was constantly relocating so that the baby was comfortable and just ended up relocating back to the car and going home. We yeah. never actually sat and enjoyed the beach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. is hot. Baby. Like every time I've gone there in baby. summer, it's like ridiculously warm down there. It's mm. nice. Yeah. yeah, it was packed. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Over yeah. the weekend. I regret not taking the Monday off. No. Both of both of you were smart enough to take the Monday off. I was in so another got, country. Yeah. yeah, but you guys got extended weekends. I should have thought about that. I'm also on leave again tomorrow because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah. I'm in and out this month. Going to a festival. Um, I haven't been to a festival in ages. Going to Is it in New? Oh, so yeah. Where's that? It's up in um, Te Arai, mm. which is like an hour and a bit north. It's near something that is more memorable, but I can't remember what it is right now. Mm. Um, but we're on Shipwrecked, which is like, it's like a house and techno festival. Get it, yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because like anyone who that knows me. That does not seem like, like an indie festival. It, but um, I don't mind a bit of it, but it should be fun. We'll sleep in a tent and stuff. So I have some bring complaints back. about that next week. I mean, I, is it bring back or is it still going? I just haven't seen it in years. The tectonic dance. You swing oh, your arms around. Yeah. I did a competition in school that, during that dance and I won. I won because they felt bad for me. I learned it in year nine from the school. Um, Lara, who's actually like a real famous makeup artist now, she was real hard out about tectonic dancing. And in year nine, we had to do like a little choreographed dance for PE. And everyone was just doing a box step. And she was like, no, we're doing this. We're flipping these girls in the air. Like, it was like, it was over the top. And like, when we did it, everyone was like impressed, but was also kind of like, why did you do all that? Mm. And I still think about it because it's like, I'm not good at dancing, but this girl at age 13 managed to like get me in line Mm. and teach me this one dance move that I like still remember to this day because she like yelled at me about it well, Shout out to Lara. <laughs> need to do that again at the live show yeah i'll do it Pop. yeah i love that you want to see more of evie doing tectonic i don't i think this is tutting tutting but you want to see more of it live show live show 13th of feb next tuesday get your tickets now from the cute theater website thank you so much for tuning on in a big thank you to all our incredible guests uh and until we see you we will have a show out on tuesday by the way just for the record there will be an episode out um uh, as well as the live show so if you can't make it you're not missing out but you are missing out because we're not going to post the live podcast that's exclusive just for you if you come to the live show so make sure you get your tickets now. Head along. And until we see you, then we always say tell fast for and... Car Kates. See you next Tuesday. Oh, see you next Tuesday. There Damn, you go. How do I forget? It's my own thing. It's my own bit. Like...